2020, I can't believe it. It is a new year and a new decade. It's mad. It is mad. When everyone started talking about it being a new decade, I'm like, wow, is it 10 years from 2000? And then I went, oh, no, we've had another one since then. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Funny and crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So we decided we're going to talk a little bit about what we need to do for the new year. Just a little tune-in on taking, taking care of ourselves energetically, right? Yeah. And, and think about, you know, going through the holidays and all the family members we get to see and friends and going out and eating, right? Even the food we've been eating, you know, causes your brain to go a little bit wonky, right? Especially since it's not, you're not necessarily accustomed to all the food that you're eating. You might eat a sweet that you don't usually eat. You might have a glass of wine or a brandy or a scotch or something that you don't usually do. Right. That's, there's even if it's mild or moderate, there's still this excess, which causes the gut brain to, um, you know, function differently in its discernment. So sometimes we don't relate to family um, really well. So you know, through the season, which I should have said Christmas Day, but or before Christmas, but through the season, be drinking a lot of water, even a little bit of lemon in your water when you wake up in the morning, clear out the gut, or even try 16-hour fasting if you find that you're going to be eating things you don't usually eat, just to help the gut brain function well, and then you have a better uh, capacity to deal with relationships, right? Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes we get angry about things or we feel uh, defensive. This is a big time of year where people get depressed, right? And, um, yeah, there's loneliness that comes up. So what are the ways in which we can um, nurture ourselves? So one is... Well, you could indulge in some food, but make sure you're balancing it off, right? Um, if you're going to have some, some alcohol, make sure you're drinking a lot of water, right? Yeah. You're going to indulge in sweets, because if you came to my house, you would be indulging in sweets, because as I mentioned, <laughs> I make, make cookies. So <laughs> lots and lots of cookies that I don't want to have staying in my house, so you'll end up leaving with a bunch of cookies. Uh, somehow I don't even understand why I make so many, but you, know, you, just, <laughs> you just do it anyway, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the sugar also malfunctions your thinking. So try, really try during the season to balance it out. You know, a lot of people make New Year's resolutions as well, and usually they fail. Mm. So it would be a lot more preferable to say it's the new year and I could treat myself in a gentle way, kind of a, a segue from our last uh, Christmas talk where yeah. we're saying don't push. Well, what can you do in, in lieu of pushing would be to be gentle, right? Yeah. Just be gentle with yourself. If you did overindulge and you put on a few pounds already, well, that's fine. And now you're just going to be really, really gentle with yourself over the the next month not say okay this is what i'm going to do i'm going to train and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and you know change my entire life that's that's not going to be helpful especially since it's still winter months yeah i always say wait for spring for the um exactly equinox wait till spring 
you know, would have been, even if you live in the southern hemisphere, it would be so much nicer to have started your exercise regime, slowly build it up in the spring. So the summer, you've got this consistency, and then fall, you would get the next burst of energy to, let's say, build muscle or to go a little further. But you know, here in the northern hemisphere, it's not so great. You, you're in dormancy time. You know, we need to be sleeping a lot and you know, making all these New Year's resolutions is just so unnatural, let's say, uh, for this time of year. So couldn't think of doing something probably you've never done before. Uh, for most people, I noticed they haven't done it. It's just being really gentle with themselves. Yeah. You know, that, that head talk, you know, that head talk. And most people, I got to do this and I got to do that. And these are my responsibilities and these no, are the no, things. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. It's like, no, you, you actually, if you were on your deathbed, none of that would matter, would it? No. <laughs> none of it. It's like, so what? So, so you didn't, uh, you know, make the cookies or so you didn't get this thing done. You're going to be dying. Like, nobody cares about this stuff. <laughs> but I didn't empty the bin before I died. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> or you left your, you know vibrator yeah <laughs> for the kids to find right? <laughs> like i doubt that's the thing you're going to be worried about <laughs> right? have you so, ever seen that serious coupling that might be a really mm-hmm. good uh that's a really good suggestion for new year's resolution this year i am going to um be gentle so yeah. when the mind gets harsh just no gentle when I want to push myself, be gentle. Yeah. When you push yourself, when you want to, you know, go over the top, just go, hey, you know. And it, another way to look at that gentleness also is something that humans, one of the greatest advancements of humans is the capacity to put off something today for tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about being <laughs> gentle and that preserves uh, your youthful state of health, that's something that you can put in the bank for your future. Mm. Okay? I just, I, I think that's great. If I think, okay, if I preserve this energy and my body will malfunction less and I'll do it by being gentle with myself. Mm. And it's so funny, you know, that I talk about this because my teacher is the one who, who told me, be gentle, be gentle. And it took me years to really get to do it. So now I, I really like to use it in my sessions where you're, where you're gentle with yourself. But the funniest thing, Eloise, yeah. but when I was a kid, uh, all the way till my 30s, that, you know, that still happens. My father will always say, take it easy. Be gentle. Don't be so rough on yourself. And I, and I used to just, you know, the minute I would hear it, it would trigger me into being more and more forceful i can do it i, <laughs> I can do it know. yeah so i think if he had said okay push yourself more go go then i would have reacted the other way tell me what to thing. do <laughs> my my practitioner came up with this like be gentle and here you know it's something my father's been telling me my entire life yeah you're so rough on yourself. You you push yourself to take it easy. Don't lift those things. Let the boys lift it. 
let the men open the door for you. And it's so funny. And now all of his words have come true. I can't even open a heavy door, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm not saying I'm not uh, strong, but when it comes to certain things, I'm not strong anymore. Like if you give me to do some uh, um, crunches, you know, I can do them uh, really quite strongly. My abs are strong. But if I have to push a door, it's very difficult. I can walk uh, with a carriage quite quickly and then take the carriage away from me. I'm like a cripple. It's so crazy, right? You know, it's so crazy. So uh, all of his words have come true that uh, I need to be gentle, go easy, stop, stop pushing so hard. So here I am living it. So, uh, you know, maybe it's a nice prediction for everyone who's listening to stop pushing. Yeah. Uh, and I actually know, I mean, I'm thinking of a few people that I know are listening. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah, you need that. You need that. So really think this is something, a topic Eloise and I chose, and we're both high intuitives. So, and I'd love to show you my bird, what, what he's doing right now. He's sitting on the edge of a little filing box that I have yeah. with his head against the edge of a, of a plastic holder. And he's just like lying there, like no activity, no playing with things. Just a few weeks ago, he was playing with everything. Now he's mostly sleeping and resting. (laughs) He's so funny. And I'm like, you know, Bird, you've got the trick. You know, he does all his play. He works really hard at things, right? Like pecking at things. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's a piece of wood here in front of me where I have my phone that used to talk through Anchor and he's bitten it so so he does his work now he's just laying there massaging his head it is hilarious he's got his head so i think we should learn from him i think he's a really good teacher yeah and uh he lets you know when to be active he lets you know take it easy yeah uh, have a a nice day so he's our little happy new year bird oh telling us go gentle sleep rest Now, I'm not saying the Southern Hemisphere, you, you you might not necessarily sleep because you've got a lot more light going on, especially the further south you go. Your light is going later. But um, what I would consider is that, again, there's no pushing. You might be more active naturally, but no pushing over the, over the limit. The moment you notice you're tired... The moment you notice, hey, this is this is enough. Maybe put parameters. There's another uh, bit that we can do is that a lot of people don't have parameters. Like, what are the hours are you you're going to work? And let's say you're because people like us who work at home, yeah, the clinic now too. But I, I have a few people <laughs> who come here, but mostly I'm working on my own. So I I put hours daily and then when the time comes I say okay it's enough and then I can go off and do other things like laundry or cleaning or cooking or whatever it is that I can do Um, so we need those those limits and of course it's going to be different for everyone Uh, you know my limits are latest you know 4 or 5 p.m. for things but I usually like to have things done by 3 p.m. So you work from 8 till 3, maybe 7 till 3. It's a good full day. Yeah. And, um, you know, just end, end off and, and take care of my my legs and my body and do some stretching and some moving and taking care of the, you know, filing, etc. 
Um, it's really important to kind of, well, the Chinese clock, right, is really important. Yeah. So, you know, three to five, we should be doing these simple tasks like filing or answering easy, easy emails or right. talking maybe doing to a you little on bit of accounting. But <laughs> go clean the, the bathroom where your clients have been, you know. So it's something simple where you're not taxing the um, the bladder. It's a time where we, we just go quiet. And then, you, you know, you come back and... You know, you're going home, you do all kinds of things, and then between 7 and 9, I love this time of day, is where you need to be, you know, enjoying yourself. Yeah. Having an enjoyable meal, uh, being with family, connecting, right? I remember when I was living on my own with my business, I didn't do any of, well, I did do sometimes, but most of the time I was sitting in, inside eating my dinner with whatever work I was doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, oftentimes I'd just be like, I got to get out of here. And I'd go out to dinner uh, with a friend or something. And that really changed things. That really helped uh, things things shift. So finding those relationships that, that you need if you're living alone, that solitary, isolated um, type of life that is yeah. very common today. Yeah, hello. It, <laughs> with the sort of, um, I can't say I understand everything internationally, but where I live in Quebec, marriage has kind of fallen asunder. And I know it's it's breaking apart in different places in the world, especially in places where, you know, uh, we think about the number of kids, which is Canada. Right? I was listening to Tony Heller, I think his name is, and he was... Um, he talks about uh, climate science, yeah. and he he goes through uh, um, all of the history. Now I've given you too many details and I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to say about oh right that uh, people living alone. He say he said something about um, oh I, I lost it completely. Maybe it'll come oh, back. But I'll come back. It's generally around the idea that. Um, you know, more and more people are living alone. Are oh no, Canada. That's what I was saying. Canada. Uh, you know, when you look at the emissions that Canada has, if you got rid of the whole country, uh, it would be negligible. Uh, the the carbon footprint. Oh, that would okay. Be, yeah. But it wouldn't make an impact. Actually, there would be no impact if you got rid of the whole country. So I thought wow. that was hilarious, right? Yeah. I, you know, we, we look at how concerned we are about, um, you know, whether we should have children, whether we should. I mean, it, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm only speculating here, but it's kind of like, well, isn't this the country that should be giving birth to more kids? Because we have tons of food that we're not don't have that many carbon emissions that we need to have more population uh, to if, especially if you want to support social systems, we need more population. Mm. We want to keep the, we want to keep our retirement fund going. We want to keep uh, have all yeah. these people retire early, right? There's a ton of people socially that are retiring <laughs> early. Yeah. Uh, people get sick, which you know we've got an aging population that stays alive. You know they get sick, and then they you know they get social assistance. Um, we've got um, yeah, just so many things that are you are used 
or use taxes, excuse me, use taxes to, uh, to function. So wouldn't we need more of a population? Yeah. And a population with the same ideas. I, I'm just speculating. I don't know for sure. I'm sure there are tons of holes because I'm not an expert in this. But kind of, I kind of look and go, wow, we don't reproduce. And I, I'm one of those people who said, no, shouldn't reproduce, shouldn't have kids. And yeah. now I'm like, okay, that was ridiculous. You know, we've got to keep things functioning. So if we have more people coming from other countries and they want to live here and they're, they have social programs, right? Yeah. They're using the social programs, who's going to pay for those programs? Especially if you don't have the same sense of, of the work ethic mm. that like everybody works. Whereas, you know, you could have five wives and none of them work and there are lots of children and you're getting social uh, social assistance yeah. for your five wives and, <laughs> and each of them have five kids, let's say. So somebody's pay for that, right? Yeah. So it would be it good if a lot we work having five wives. If that's what we want to do, if that's, that's we say, okay, we're going to bring anybody into the country and they don't have the same values as us. They don't work the same way, way we do. They want to live off of our system. Well, if we're going to say that, then we can't paradoxically say we're not going to have more kids to pay the taxes, right? Mm. It's kind of interesting. I, I, I'm not saying that's Eloise. Like I, I just kind of speculating. I really, really don't know, and I couldn't put it all together. But it, mm. it does fascinate me that. We have this ethic of work. We have this ethic that maybe we shouldn't have too many kids, just replace ourselves. And then we're saying, okay, let's bring people in from other countries and we're going to feed and house them. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just so against, you know, traditional ideas. I don't know in every book, but in the Bible, uh, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime, which to me is a parable that I think would be in so many different cultures that it would be better off if you knew how to do it, right? It's the right way to raise kids too, isn't it? Yeah. I raise children so that they can go out and be responsible and take care of themselves. That's that's what I want ultimately uh, for my children, mm. that they can go out and take care of themselves. I do the same with my clients. Ultimately, I want my clients to use what I've given them and they can go off and take care of themselves when yeah. they need help they can always come back. Yeah. They can always go to somebody else. But in the meantime, I've given you things to help you live life a lot better. Just like this podcast. It's like, come on, go gentle this year. Let's see if that kind of, um, new year's resolution. And it doesn't matter if you fail being gentle on yourself because you can still say, okay, but my resolution is I was just rough on myself. Let me be gentle. So, so you're always kind of winning when it comes to gentleness. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, I have to be gentle. And this is my goal. It's like, no, just be gentle and, and see what happens. You know, mm. see what, see what results for you. Health-wise, yeah. work-wise, uh, creatively, sexually. Right. Yeah. If you're gentle with yourself, well, you're going to have a better sex drive. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. going to work better if that, you know, is something to to attract you to doing something like gentleness. Um, it's a good rule for life. It's a good, it's a good, um, nice, not even a rule, like a little tool yeah. you can use yeah. to 
to make things at least at the minimum not make things worse yes. right yeah. I, I quote Jordan Peterson on that all the time yeah. because Such you know we often say make things better and I just don't like that that phraseology people say well we got to make it better like well I don't know if we can make it better but at least not make it worse yeah at least and that brings up so much stuff right when you think not making it worse yeah so that's mm. that's what I think we need to be doing Yep. And I went on a little tangent there. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kind of thinking about population and um, what we what we think and how weird it is. It's weird. Most of most of the ideologies we have are just silly. They don't make any sense. It's a constantly evolving, moving uh, system that needs to um, mutate. Yeah, that mutate sounds weird, but. Uh, transmute. We need to transmute it. Uh, transmute what we're doing, um, what we're thinking, what we're believing. Yeah. And and the more we transmute all that stuff, we're, we're walking that that middle road, right? Mm. Which is so gentle. If you don't if you don't get pulled in one direction or another, and that's kind of what I was pointing out. You know, if we're gentle, we don't get pulled. Like, oh, I'm not going to have kids at all, or I am going to have kids, or no immigration, or immigration. It's like, no, no, that's not the way things work. You know, we need immigrants, but we also need to evaluate what we're doing. And we can't have all these weird beliefs that um, don't support the very thing we ultimately want. So yeah. it's almost like a neutralization of those beliefs, but it's not easy, it's not easy to do, of course. Yeah. It's not easy to do it. It's my lifetime's work is, you know, transmuting those belief systems. So that will be for another day. Maybe we could give some hints, but gentleness will be the starting point. So January 1, 2020, new decade, is no gentleness. Do you know what number you're in this year? I was about to say, I'm in in a seven year in 2020, so it'll be gentle. Um, it'll be, yeah, it can be. Yeah, well, that's what I'm holding the space for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm, in it. I'm going into one year. Ooh, new start. Yeah. New beginnings. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. It'll be very cool to see what transpires. Maybe there'll be new ways to deal with my spine. I hope so it's a whole new it's really cool because I'll be 60 this year wow so so I wanted my 60 kind of match right you only just had your 50th stop it (laughs) I just had my what you just had your 50th (laughs) yeah nine years ago (laughs) it feels like about three years ago It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. I was like, I was living in Reading then, so no, that was ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah, new year, new beginning. And you're in an eight year, which is going to no, be... seven. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said, oh, you're going, you're going into seven. Oh, yeah, you can't do much. No. So, gentleness and, and yeah. rest 
<laughs> gentleness <laughs> and rest. I'm not. This isn't going to be a year of pushing. It's going to be a year of just seeing what happens and going with it, and maybe having a holiday. I think, you know. So if anybody wants their number discussed, yeah. just uh, answer us, put your date of birth, uh, and we'll we'll talk about your date of birth. Yeah. Have some we'll fun. talk about what's in store for you. Mm. Perfect. Cool. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. And we'll, Happy uh... New Year. Thank you, Eloise. Happy New Year. Yay. Love you. Hope yeah, I love you. you. As well. Bye, yeah. sweetie. Bye. Bye, everyone.